the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry Free coming to you live from the West Village, Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday we read your emails, we take your questions, we hear your stories, and we talk about your life and try to help you out in whatever way we can. And if you're been around for a while, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this wonderful podcast. Thank you for telling your friends, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We will take them all. That's right. If you're and if you haven't shared, go ahead, make it your Instagram story, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That's all you got to do. A coworker, a brother, a sister, anyone. You know, you might hear an email here that relates to something that came up at the brunch table or was happening over text and you're like, oh my God, they're talking about your problem on this great show. Send them the link. Send them that link. And listen, I'm on the road, people. Ooh, I'm on the road. And and today is the day. Um, the dates, uh, the, the link, the ticket link for Europe. I'm coming to Europe. That's right. I'm putting on that beret. I'm taking that scarf. I'm having my... My, uh, I, I just, I mean, I'm not even coming to Paris, so I don't know why I'm putting on a beret. But listen, I'm coming to Dublin, Belfast, London, Rotterdam, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, and Norway. Yeah, I put a little, little accent on Norway. That's how I say it. You know, maybe I'll change things. Maybe I come to Europe, and they're like, "Wow, Jared really changed our mind on how to say Norway." Norway. So listen, I'm coming to Europe. Uh, go to jaredfree.com for tickets. They just released today. Just released. So that's happening. So jaredfree.com. Also, Vegas, Perrysburg, Ohio, Vancouver, Irvine, California, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, Nashville, Tennessee added to the list. So please come on out. Assemble the group chat. The shows have been a blast. Jaredfree.com for tickies. Um, Listen, very excited about today's guest. Hilarious comic, has a new album out called This Happy. Megan Hanley, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Jared. A pleasure. <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm good. Everyone needs to go follow Megan at the <laughs> Megan Hanley. The album drops tomorrow. So tomorrow comes out. We got a, in the link of this episode, we have like the pre-save. There's all these things. I bring up the albums. We have people that come on here to sell their wares, so to speak. And I'm happy to do it. We want people to go and have another album to listen to. All you got to do is listen. You can pre-order on iTunes. You can buy the album. You can listen on any streaming service. Go search Megan Hanley. Megan's hilarious. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very, I'm very excited to, to be at this point. The album's coming out. I've had to teach my parents. Um, they don't know what iTunes is. That's the hardest part about this whole process. <laughs> it's so frustrating because so like, you want legitimacy. Yeah. You want your parents to go, oh, there's the album. Yeah. <laughs> And like be able to do it. And then you're like, well, here's how you do it. You got to, you know, backslash, you know, control, alt, delete. And you're, yeah. it's annoying. It's annoying. I had a conversation with them yesterday and my mom said to me, well, I get charged 99 cents by Apple for iCloud. So do I have it? Yeah, it's the, said, no, <laughs> it's not iTunes. I said, but you do I, have it. It's yeah. in your phone. I said, do you have a credit card? If you're getting charged, you must have a credit card connected. Because right. my parents are very like... They, I mean, they write checks. They don't do any online banking. Listen, we are, we are at, we are the beta. Like we are, our generation is yes. that in between, between our parents writing checks and yeah. the people younger than us being like, "What the fuck is a check?" Yes, yeah. And it's really frustrating sometimes. It's so we are that bridge generation between, yeah. you know, analog and technology or whatever the other word is like yeah. i don't even know the other word that's not analog you yeah. know so yeah. i do understand that it's frustrating and like when you and then you know you don't even know where to begin it's like <laughs> it's we had a thing with like my parents especially like they're big yankee fans and mm. now what's been happening and it's been infuriating my dad is that over the course of this past year you know now the yankees on an, they're on apple tv some nights Aye. they're on amazon some right. nights they're on this so he's like he's been like, i'm going to call yes it's supposed to have my games it's ridiculous so i go he finally got apple tv but he yeah. can't get it on his tv cuz it's too old so it's just on his ipad whatever he watches it which i tried my to explain God. to him and and, and <laughs> you know these in the baseball fans are sitting there like they didn't want this. They didn't want this. <laughs> they didn't want this. They, and, yeah. and I saw this the other day. It was funny that like um, we were talking about uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars is now on Disney Plus. So oh. it's like we don't – and it just shows you like – and not to say that any of these companies were there for our greater good. <laughs> like Disney wasn't there for us. They were there to make money. Right. 
But Dancing with the Stars, there couldn't be a more I need it on cable TV show. Right. Like yes. I, there couldn't yes. be a more the audience couldn't be more clicker <laughs> right. user. Right. And they were like, so that you have these executives being like, how do we get the older generation to Disney uh, to Disney Plus? And they go, well, we can fuck them over by putting one of their favorite shows on this platform that they don't even know how to use. They'll have to learn. And yep. that's what they're doing to the baseball that's, that's fans. That's what they're doing. Your dad is being forced He's at an age forced. that he he, he thought life was over. He thought learning was done. <laughs> so done. Amazon, forget it. So like I'm at their house. My brother-in-law's account is on in the basement. This mm. way when my sister and brother-in-law and my nephew's there, they can watch some of his shows. That are on. So it's on their basement. So they specifically will go to the basement and they go, we got Mike's <laughs> account on the basement. So now I'm there and they're trying to watch a game and I go, it's on Amazon. And I go, I have Amazon Prime. So I hook it up on my phone on their back porch. So they specifically will not let the accounts, they're separate. They're like, Mike is in the basement, Meg is upstairs oh my I'm like, god it's all amazon and, and it's again we are we are we we have become slaves to the technology <laughs> yes. like we we literally you know someone sent me a video i i've always said on this podcast like yeah. apple could take a minute off of every day and we would just day would become night and night would become day <laughs> yeah. just because apple says it's 1 a.m yeah. we'd go i guess it's 1 a.m now yeah and then someone sent me a video that they did the the new year's countdown was like a minute ahead because apples was a minute ahead or something oh. like that so it's happening yeah so it's like yeah, just yeah. like your parents are like nope we do whatever will make it so we can watch a game yep. so if they put the game on on the moon your parents would be like okay we gotta get the, hit the rocket ship yes we gotta get we gotta get know. to the moon and the frustration and i understand it might not get so i'm gonna to call them and then like when I do it he's like oh there it is but I'm like oh my god they're they're ruining families is really what they're doing because when your mom says to you is it in iCloud is your album in iCloud is so wrong but so adjacent to correct that you don't even I wouldn't even know where to start right. and my dad calls me he's like you know he'll call me and be like uh how do you do this thing and I go I'm not the guy Right. I, I've kind of outsourced that to my brother. I've made my brother the guy yeah. on that. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And, and you go, I don't even want to talk to these people right. anymore. Yes. It's hard because you don't want to blow up at them, but you see where it's coming from. And then you go, I'm going to have to have a family meeting with everybody that's older in my family and, and show them like literally how to do this and see if they have a credit card. Because that's the thing for the longest no, that, time, my what... dad wouldn't line up a credit card with his Apple. <laughs> right, because he, he was wouldn't afraid. do it. You don't understand, he doesn't have an email, Jared. No he, email. He deletes every email after he reads it. Deletes it. Like I... he's like under surveillance. We went to the Apple store to get him a new iPad and they do the thing where they send you a, like an email. And yeah. The guy's like correcting everything and he goes, sir, there might be a problem here. He goes, you got the email, but it's your only email. My dad's it's like, that's correct. Only... <laughs> that's correct <laughs> uh, yeah i need zero inbox and the idea that like zero emails in his inbox means that he's not being tracked and he's off the grid <laughs> is wrong but you're like I, I i guess but i do things like that where yeah. i assure myself yeah. with these little ticks yeah. that make me go okay well now i'm safe yeah yeah and i get it i get exactly where that comes from yeah. but it's like watching your own stupidity in front of your eyes i know i know listen everyone go follow <laughs> megan because we want more than her parents to listen to the album because she's hilarious at the Megan Hay uh, Megan Hanley on Instagram go follow go follow the link is in her bio it's going to be in the description of this episode the link you got to pre-save just just go hit the link just go do it the album's hilarious it's called this happy you taped it at new york comedy club it at new york comedy club my dad gets an applause break in the really album. yes my family was like so much they sat in the front row they surrounded the at stage you're out i would be like yes. get i would say to them you need to get out it's, of here it ended up being one of those things you know because that they come in and they're like the first people there and then they right. finally get seated and reg one of the managers in here he goes megan your mom's in the front row. And your I go, mom is <laughs> in the front row of your album yeah. taping. <laughs> For those listening or watching on YouTube, that's horrific. <laughs> that well, here's the thing. So he says it to me. So my question, I go, alone? <laughs> yeah, like, she came like, with a date. She's cheating like, on your dad. This I is was like just her because that's a little. And yeah. I also was like, oh, I wonder how he knows it's her. Oh, I know it because friends started texting me. They're like, your mom is working the room like it's a wedding. She's oh going god. to every person, going, I'm so, Megan's mom. Oh my god, this used to happen to me all the time. <laughs> I know exactly. One yeah. time I did shows in Boston, yeah. and then my mom, I, these two young women who liked what I did, yeah. came up to me after the show just to say thank you or to take a picture or whatever yeah. it was, which is like. <laughs> 
normal and not and not normal. Like yeah. I understand why it's not normal to like a parent, right? Because they're going, "Who wants a picture with you?" <laughs> you know, like they're like, "What are you talking? You're just yeah, Jared. Yeah. You're just yeah. Megan." So these two women come up to me and they're like, "Oh my god, we like love your stuff." Yeah. And my mom comes up to us, my because I'm in Boston, I'm from the area. Yeah, my mom comes up, stands six inches away from these two women who are talking to me, and she's just smiling like like. Like a golden retriever. She's just, and if you're watching on YouTube, this is exactly what she looked like. She's like, she's looking at me and looking at them and looking at me and, and as if those were my high school friends. <laughs> she's so waiting proud. for the introduction. And I go, and I go, what do you need? And she goes, hey. And I go, what do you want? She goes, who are they? These people. And I go, they liked the show. That's who they are. And she goes, oh. And I go, shoo, get out of here. I just shoo her away like a fly, oh and I was gosh. like, and it was her basically being like, "Yo, isn't this Rachel and Lauren from yeah. your high school?" <laughs> she was like, "I must know these people if they're talking to you," and it's like, "No, you don't. <laughs> be normal about this." But it's like you're asking them to be normal about an yeah. abnormal thing. Like your mom yeah. is at that th at that yeah. show, right. being what she thinks is normal like if you're like she's going yeah all these people are here to see megan so yeah i have to make sure they feel comfortable I got, right i gotta introduce myself the whole thing and then it turns the cocktail out, hour. it's a cocktail it was absolute <laughs> cocktail hour she says hi to everybody and then he goes i said so was, again is she like by, like did she just sit by herself and he goes no she's with like eight to ten other people i go oh that's my whole family like surrounding the stage and oh i said God. and i like took a moment and i said you know what red if that's where they wanted to sit I'm okay with it. I was like, they you know, because usually my family doesn't do that. And I was like, they haven't really been out. We hadn't gone out a lot as like a big group right. in the city since pandemic. And I was like, if they want to sit there, I'm okay with it. And it ended up working in our favor because they became so much of the show. Well, that's <laughs> so much fun. And that's why everyone needs to go listen to this album. It's called This Happy. And you know what's funny? Because, you know, I wouldn't have done that. And it would have ruined my night. You did the right thing. Sometimes it you got to swim like... with the current <laughs> yeah. because if you swim with it yeah. and you don't get annoyed by it, because yeah. I know exactly you have a moment yeah. where you get to decide, am I going to pick them up <laughs> right. in front of everybody? Right. Like she has just made a ton of friends. Like the whole crowd probably loves her at this yeah, point. They're yeah, like, yeah. this nice woman right. is greeting us. We just came to a show in New York City to go watch an album taping. Yeah. So when did your dad get an applause break? So my dad, during the whole show, my Aunt Kathleen has this laugh that's like infectious. So she's getting, it. that's the point where I had to address it. And I go like, my Aunt Kathleen well, is This the happens laugh. sometimes at comedy shows. Someone yeah. can laugh too much. Too much. And you have to acknowledge, have to acknowledge that <laughs> I don't think I'm as funny as they yeah, think yeah. I am. Because there's yeah. a point where you go, yeah. you do feel... You're like, I'm here to be funny. That's the laugh I want. But right. if no one else is at that laugh, <laughs> right. you've got to go, hey, everybody. Right. Let me just let you know, I don't think I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me confirm. So she's like to the point where I have to pause and go like, my aunt's laugh's the best. That gets an applause week. Right. And, but it's also great because I'm doing jokes about my family and it's resonating that like, these are true stories. Right. Like, they're right real. here in front they're of right you. They're right here in and front of you. And they're seeing... You know, I'm sure your family is like mine, where it's like they're seeing the golden retrievers right. in the front row, right. the one I just talked about. Right, and they're loving it. So it's, you know, and also it's jokes that, that I've done some of these over years, so they kind of know them. So right. again, I give my, my dad like waited perfect timing. I have this joke, and it is a true story where I said, my dad has just started wearing a neck brace. Okay. And you might be like, oh, is he injured? Nope, he's 75 years old, and he's sick of holding his head up. True story. Gets a big laugh, and I go, he called the VA, and he said, I need a neck brace, and they gave it to him, no question ass right getting a huge laugh laugh yeah. laugh and then in this tone that was just so like right on he just goes yeah and it's the only thing that va ever gave me oh my <laughs> and god blows <laughs> up like, the, like goes crazy and you can hear it on the album oh yeah like you hear it's like so cutting and this then everyone goes crazy and like charles mcbee is like on the show he's in the back and he goes megan you think like for years we work on our jokes he goes he says that line and the room and the room pops off yeah goes so nuts. listen everyone you gotta go hear <laughs> megan's dad okay <laughs> At the Megan Hanley on Instagram. It's called This Happy. The link is in the description of this episode. It is on iTunes. It is on Apple Music. It's in you know, her mom's iCloud. <laughs> it's on Spotify. Listen, and again, I, I always reiterate, you go search our guest's name. You go search Megan Hanley into Spotify or Apple Music. There's a treasure trove of laughs, something to improve your day. 
waiting for you. So you might already be paying for streaming service. Just listening. That's all we're out here to do. We want you to become fans of Megan, which you will definitely be. So go follow at the Megan Haley on Instagram. Are you ready to answer some emails? I am. I'm so like nervous and excited. Oh, don't be nervous. Oh, we got excited. some great questions. Before we get started, yeah. so this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When life gets you feeling overwhelmed, working with a therapist can make you more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Here's what I will say about BetterHelp. It's the new year. There's a lot of resolutions going around. One of your resolutions might be, hey, I want to go get into therapy. I think BetterHelp is the perfect toe into the water of therapy. It might not be where you end up 20 years from now, but it is a good first start because I'm the type of person, I say this all the time with this ad, I Google therapy and then I go, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm Googling therapy, that's how I'm gonna find my therapist? BetterHelp is a online platform that's gonna help you save money on it because there's no office to walk into. I, I mean, I'll read what they wrote. BetterHelp is online uh, therapy option that is convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. So you're not paying as part of your copay, as a part of your payment. You're not doing the office that has the magazines and the secretary. You, you're going online. This is direct to consumer. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Easy. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash JTrain. Uh, to get 10% off your first month. 10% off your first month, people. That's better H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash J-Train. So get involved with that. Okay, let's get to it. Blazing Straddles. Yes. <laughs> love the name right away. I love it. Okay. Found your podcast after the end of a 15-year marriage. You and your guests, as well as my therapist, really helped clear my head as I pointed my quivering, divining rod back into the dating pool. I think we want to take that <laughs> phrase out of your lexicon. Oh, file. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one we're going to leave at the door. If you're new to this game, I think quivering, divining rod is one we're going to have to leave at the door. <laughs> yeah. Your wife might have thought that was cute. That might have been why she left him. I also, <laughs> divining but quivering. There's yeah, a lot going on there. Is there? <laughs> divining rod? Is that like biblical? To vibrating up. I pointed my quivering <laughs> divining rod back into the dating pool. And got electrocuted? What? I, I think just even the word rod <laughs> you don't want to bring up in dating. No. Megan, are you seeing anyone? No. You're no, single. I'm single, yeah. So you, okay, if you heard a guy be like, my quivering divining rod has chosen you, would you keep talking to that There's person? Problem, probably. That's the problem. <laughs> like, okay, okay, there's not a lot of good fish in the sea. This guy's original. He's okay. got a lot of confidence. So maybe I'm Pretty wrong. Funny. Okay. I mean, no, I should not continue talking to him. That's a red flag. <laughs> right, maybe like, he's a big Whoa. Harry Potter fan. I don't know what this guy's deal is. I want to know more. Uh okay, so maybe I'm wrong. Backing up a bit. I'm a Midwest yokel. <laughs> this guy's got all the, the, the parts of speech. My, I'm a Midwest yokel who has lived in New York City for 20 years, but followed my then wife up to a peaceful New England town to be closer to her family. Let's call it a six-hour drive to NYC or a 55-minute flight. We amicably share custody of our two children, 11 and 14, alternating weeks. I own a successful creative business based in New York City. My home and my family commitments are in New England. Most of my friends are in New York City. My struggle, I'm much more attracted to New York City women than I am to the women in my smallish town. The New York City women respond to me nicely, yet see me as too geographically undesirable, and the New England girls don't quite get me. This is perfectly understandable, yeah. that you could be this person who works in a creative business in New York City, so yeah. you're doing okay, um, and I can understand that you connect more with a me metropolitan woman yeah. than maybe if you're in... I'm guessing maybe New Hampshire, based on right. where they're saying New England, not Massachusetts. Oh, you're right. Good they're call. saying it's six hours. Mm -hmm. That's farther than maybe they're in Maine. Yeah. 55 minute flight. I mean, the minute you're taking flights, right. you're out of the game. Right, right. As far as like being a single guy in New York. Yeah. Um, so am I stuck in. This person has quite the. <laughs> The quite this is a reader, and I'm not a reader because I can't even read their email. I am I stuck in bifurcated holding pattern, Shelby? What is that word? 
bifurcated? Bifurcated? Bifurcated. Can you look that up to see what that means? Am I stuck in bifurcated holding pattern until the children go to college in, say, seven years? Which I should mention puts me in my early 60s. No, we're not going to make you wait seven years. Do I need to start a dating site called Cinder, Embers Only... For us old, glowing, romantic coals. This guy is a <laughs> poet. Many thanks for your thoughts. So, <laughs> Megan, this email, we don't, our writers aren't usually that ling- linguistically able. What, what does that word mean? Divide into two branches, like bi is two. Yeah, bi is two. I knew bi is two. <laughs> so, two branch. Okay. So, Megan, what would you say to this person? Let's say they live in Maine. They just yeah. got divorced. They got two kids. They're kind of connecting more. They, they do have a life here, which yeah. that's nice. What do we think they should do? Well, first of all, right off the bat, I'm like, this sounds like a Hallmark movie. It really does. <laughs> it really is right? true. This person, like, which this is the thing. This is this person. Sometimes things are in your favor. Sometimes it's in the opposing team's favor. Right. If this was a woman writing here, I would go, you kind of fucked. Yeah, I, I, you gotta I wait it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I would tell them to wait, but I would be like, <laughs> I would just be like, this is a different struggle for a man than a woman. Yeah, and I know that sounds bad when you gender things, but I really, the, the fact that you just said <laughs> this is a Hallmark movie, he's got a little sales pitch right. that's going on here. That's pretty. He's got some stuff on his side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this does sound something like there's like a romantic part to it, where I'm in New York, I'm creative, I'm a business type, I'm there a lot, but also I have this place that's further away it's outside the city right. i have my own business i've been married before this so i've committed i've committed i got before. two kids that i love it's amicable as yeah. they write here's the problem and i'm gonna give you a scenario yeah you're on a date are you on dating apps right now I've, no i froze so I you're out of the game I'm, for a second yeah the dating app game so yeah to speak. yeah but if you're on a dating app and a guy you match with a guy yeah. and he says uh my d- quivering dividing rod <laughs> picks you but he also says uh, I got a lev- I got a level with you. I don't live in New York City. I've changed my location because I live in Maine. Yeah, it, that's a tough way to start on a dating app. Yeah. let's start that because when a guy on a dating app and I've changed my location when I go on the road. Yeah, not even you know I've done it when I've been Boca at my parents' place. Yeah, and you can tell there's a little bit of a uh, what are you trying to get away with? Here? Right. Oh no, absolutely. It's, yeah. And when a woman does the change location, oh, I'm just having fun. I'm just checking out right. a new town, and guys are like, yeah, check it out. Yeah. You know, it's not as there's a little less judgment, even though there's a bad reason for that. The guy's being like, oh, good. She's got a return date. You yeah. know, so guys kind of like that. So, yeah. again, some things work, some things don't. What do right. you think? What would you do with that conversation? For me, it's like different because I know I want someone that's in New York that's around all the time. Right. Although I will say if I'm on the road a lot, I mean, then I'm like in New York City, but I'm busy a lot and I'm gone. Right. So it's the kind of thing where if it was really compatible and when you're in New York, you're together. And then when you're both traveling, his traveling's but in one place. That's very hard to start right still away. really hard. Yeah. Because when you're yeah. dating app people, it's ground zero and yeah. even less than ground zero. Right. There's lack of trust. There's actually yeah. mistrust because right. why are you on this app? Are you yeah. just talking to other people? It's not like you were introduced to a friend. That's even yes. like a better thing. I And here's something that gets me annoyed and I don't know how you feel, yeah. when they go, I'm in the city all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Fuck uh, off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my immediate thought to say I'm in the city all the time is fuck off. And I know that's not a, <laughs> that's not a good place to be. But what annoys me, it yeah. feels like you are in the position of the turn down person. Mm-hmm. When they say I'm in the city all the time, it's like, okay, now I'm the person that has to ruin your trip yeah. Say no. Yeah. I'm too busy. You're just ready to get on the train any minute of the day. Right. And I'm Mr. Well, I don't know if I'm here. It, it, yeah. It's just not a fun position to be in. Anything that's just especially starting out that extra step. I mean, right. it can be, even be an extra step if somebody in New York City is not in the same borough as you. And right. the trains could be an hour and a half commute. That, that, that's a lot. It's that's a lot. A lot. And, and especially this guy's older. Yeah. I'm 37. If some like I've, you're not as blissfully naive as you once were. You're not yeah. just like oh, Hoboken, New York. You right. know, say who cares? You're right. in the city all the time. Now yeah. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not in the city all the time. Yeah. What would you say they do? Uh, I feel like. 
this is situation. So is he looking for when he's on these apps that what he should be more honest? With uh, he people, never mentioned he apps should, he because apps. I'm bringing up apps because I actually think the apps are like a lost cause for him uh, as okay. far as the way. 15-year marriage, he's a, looking to meet New York City women. So yeah. that's his goal. Right. I, I, I actually think – what I'm, I'm Googling a word <laughs> because I just learned, learned it. What is a, the French name for a, a place that you also have? A panetier? I don't know. I guess the thing is, yes, does he have a residence? Does he have a place in New York City? If he has an apartment here and he's here for a good amount of the time – then that's a different story. I'm well, in New York, and then almost like I'm in business when I'm there. That's the thing. He has a business here, so he does he has have a, a business here. So I think he needs to get an apartment here. He has to get an apartment here. Get, he has to have a place of residence here. Something, and yes. and maybe that's asking a lot because you're like New York City rents. Yeah. this guy's older. Yeah, he's saved some money. I'm sure. I think some of it has to go to. I I think. His family would understand. Yeah. You know, they amicably share the kids. I'm sure he wants to be close to his kids, I, and that's why he's staying in New yeah. England. He, that, uh, of course. Right. There's got to be, I think there's some sort of, there's something to be gained by getting a one-year lease. Yes. Get Queens. Yeah. You know, go, yeah. go, go let's yeah. go to an area that might be a little bit cheap. You know, I'm not yeah. telling you to get an yeah. apartment in the West Village. I'm saying let's yes. go get... In an area that you can have like a one bedroom studio, just a base, and it's going to be your bachelor pad, and that is the meet women pad. Plus, he has friends here. He has friends here, so it's not here. like he's just alone. You, you, ha- I think for the start of this, yes, he has to have a place in New York City. Otherwise, what's the alternative? He's like, hey, I'm around New York City. What are you meeting someone and staying at their place? Off right. meeting them? That's not a good look. Fifty five minute flight. If someone said the word flight uh, yeah, to me, yeah, that's get yeah. out. I think what he has to do is let's take a look at the options as yeah. far as like finding a cheap studio place, and that's when the story makes sense. That's when you get on the right. app and you go, oh, I live in Queens, or I live in you right. know, I live in Brooklyn. I live out, you know, I have a place in Bushwick. I just got out of a marriage. Now the story actually makes sense, and yeah. you're putting in an effort. Yes. And That's they go, huge. oh, I'm, I, I actually like meeting New York City women. This is the kind of the group I want to be around. I have this thing in New England. Now they get to be a part of the Hallmark thing without having to like change their life right away for someone they've never met. Right. Yes. You're establishing that you have a life in New York and you want to have a life in New York, which I think is important, especially if someone wants to have a relationship with right. you, that you are located the same place. And then, yeah, you can see where things go from there. It could be someone that goes great. I love getting out of the city. I'd love a commute. This right. is fun. And I also he's got friends here, he said. Yeah. I think that's part of it too. Like saying yeah. your friends going, Hey, I'm out there looking a date. Yeah. I want to meet your friends. Right. You know, so J Train Podcast at Gmail.com, J Train Podcast at Gmail.com here with Megan Hanley. Go follow at the Megan Hanley, the album called This Happy. Go, go, go. Listen, 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 subscribe, get it on iTunes. We're sponsored. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Learning about a deal makes you feel like an insider, someone in the know. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Here, this isn't going to sound like an endorsement, but it is an endorsement, Okay. I have PayPal, honey. I have it on my phone and my computer. I do online shopping. It does the thing where you go apply coupons and it goes and searches. Even when it finds no coupons, I'm happy I have it. You know, because sometimes it doesn't come up with anything and you go, good. At least I check my pocket for that extra 20. That's what that's what honey's all about. You get to find, you might find a $20 bill in your pocket. You might not, but at least you looked. Now you feel better for having done it. So imagine shopping on your favorite site. When you check out, the Honey button appears. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons, just like I said. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for the coupons it can find. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I love Honey, and you will too. I never go shopping without it. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. I did that. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up. You're missing out on every deal. You're just missing out. You can't keep track of every coupon code. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash JTrain. That's joinhoney.com slash JTrain. Here with Megan Hanley at the Megan Hanley Discomfort Around Money with My In-Laws. Oh, there we go. Okay, here we go. Like They're getting juicy. On that. <laughs> um, hi, Jared. Feather, feather. <laughs> Some people have asked the meaning of feather, feather. 
I, when you share this podcast, I say it feels like you're taking a feather and stroking my nuts with it. That's what it means. I've said this for years. It feels like I'm walking through a meadow, I'm completely naked, and you are just taking a little feather and just going back and forth on the seam of my nuts. So that's what it feels like. So share. Make me feel good. My fiance and I have a good relationship with his family, but I do have one issue with them, finances. We live out of state. They have stayed with us multiple times and vice versa. Whenever we go out to eat, pick up food, etc., they do not offer to pay or even split it. While my fiance and I are doing well, we own a house, have no other debt, it's really frustrating that they aren't willing to at very least split checks with us. We come from similar backgrounds. My family always pays the tab when we are with them. Additionally, they always readily pay for their older son and his girlfriend without questions because he makes significantly less money. My fiance would rather keep the peace than say something, but it really bothers me. We want to save for our future and enjoy our time with them, but it's hard when I'm building up resentment every time we take out our card. What do you think, Megan Hanley? Well, I think right off the bat, just the fact that, is it a she or he? It's a she. Um, it sounds like it might be a she, but who okay. knows? Either, um, that you're already, bu- you're building up resentment for every time this happens, which is why I think it has to be addressed because it's just going to keep getting worse in your mind. But right. it's a difficult thing. It's really it's difficult hard. to address. I- I'll say from his perspective, she says her husband, when okay. I'm in the position of like, here's the thing. When you come into a family, she's yeah. the fiance. Right. You come in and you go, look at this fucked up situation. <laughs> oh, she's that right. She's saying it about his family. It's his family. Oh, so that's a little different. So yeah. that's the thing. Like, you know, every family to me is is different colored putties <laughs> that have been squished yeah. together. And they and maybe they're squished together a little bit more here, a little bit more there, but they've come to terms with how that putty has been squished <laughs> yeah. together. They know that I fit in with my parents because I don't say anything about this thing. Yeah. They know that they don't say anything about that thing because that's how they squish together with me. And then everyone comes into that putty. When you are new in the relationship, you go, oh my God, look at this mess. Yes. And But the mess, if it works, and they're speaking to each other and spending time with each other, which it sounds like if you say, like, I want to keep the peace, yeah. he has made amends, your husband. Right. So there's there's a couple things that I think she needs to change her perspective. Okay. Your husband doesn't feel taken advantage of. Right. Obviously. Or her, your fiance. Right. If he does, he will speak up for himself. Yeah. So don't take... Don't get mad for him if yes. he's okay with this happening. Right. Yeah. Because I that kind of frustrates me. I've been in yeah. relationships where like you should be angry. It's like, right. well, I'm not. Yeah. I've dealt with yeah. this. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, yes. Yes. You know, I, you have things with right. your family. Right. That you right. know. Right. That's just how it works. Yes. Yes. No. Absolutely. It's it's actually kind of funny. Is that like my brother in law will sometimes be around me and my sister, and something will happen. My dad will have some blow up, and he'll be acting a certain way, and then we just make fun of him because right. that's like how we've dealt with things throughout our life. Of and then course. he sees it from the outside and he goes, the two of you are just laughing at him. He's an old man. He right. needs help. He lost his license. Let's look for it. Like yeah. this actually happened. And it was like a whole thing. And then he found it in the car later. But like we were laughing at him. We're like, oh, you're right. Like we should have been nicer. But also like you don't know the layers. That's Yeah, this is <laughs> how know? it works here. This is how it works here. This is how we make the yeah, burgers, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. I, and Listen, it is nice of your brother-in-law to be yeah. like, we should be doing something. Right. But it's like, don't get mad at how this is going yeah, yeah, yeah. on. I, I, I think it's okay to go, yeah. I think it's good to ask questions, right. not to make accusations. So yeah. I think this person, I think they're they're best off asking their husband, why, do you, why are you okay with this? Yes. For some reason, I don't know, initially I wasn't, I don't know if I didn't get that it was the in-law. So yeah, it's something that My goes on. And I've right. Been, yeah, absolutely. His family. Yeah. So it's absolutely, it's his family. If you're like so angry about it, you have to talk to your husband about it. And once he's made peace with it, like that's it. Like this it's is, their own. And here's another thing, thing she's done that like I'm just like letting her know like you're not gonna win this battle. You're you're <laughs> actually. I mean, like when she yeah. writes, uh, we want to save for our future. You're not being held back from. They don't believe you might. Maybe this is true, yeah. but they her his parents do not believe. You are being held back from your future because you're paying the tab for chilies when they come to the house. <laughs> like yeah. you've made this a 
you've dramatized this yeah. in a way that doesn't win you any battles. Right. So if you over dramatize, you're just gonna they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna fight fire with fire. So if you go, right. you're holding us back from our future, and then they would go, well, and then they'll look at you and they'll go, well, we don't want to be eating cat food when we can't <laughs> when run we run out of our four hundred one k money. You know, like right, both right. aren't true. Right. 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 Also, it's it's this kind of thing of like again, you're stepping into a new family, and I get it because I've spiraled in my own brain about right. something like you're annoyed at something but now you're spiraling but that could cause a spiral on their side where they're like we let you into our family right. that could go be how do you get well, what you want yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. what she's trying to do is win right and in and in in this like moral setting. yeah yeah because she did it again over here she goes um you know she does it about the older son she compares right if you're playing the comparison game yeah. you're gonna be fucked yeah, like yeah. of course yeah. you have resentment like the yeah. older son he makes less money so that's, and here's the thing, you're fighting against years and years of trauma. These people, <laughs> these people have a connection to money. Yes. Everyone's connection to money is different. Yes. They obviously are fucked up about money. Yeah. If they're treating one son right. different than the other right. because they make less, they are doing this math. Right. It's emotional. Right. right. So we, you're not going to fight emotion with emotion. So yeah. I actually think, to me, this corrects itself. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, here's the thing. And this is going to sound bad. It's going to. I just said, don't fight emotional with emotional, but <laughs> it's a little bit passive aggressive. Be like, I don't think you hang out with these people as much if it's not fun to hang out with them. You know, my my if my parents were like, we ain't paying, you can get a hotel. I'd be like, guess I'll see you a couple yeah. times a year. I guess we're going to see each other less. Right. I feel like that's also what's hard for me is I've really never been in that position. It's always the opposite. It's everybody's like, let me pay, let me pay. I know. You know? So my, that's what's hard. Well, yeah. That's the thing. My parents, the smartest thing they did was create an atmosphere where, yeah, do whatever you come here. And, you know, my parents bother yeah. me, of course. They're yeah. annoying. <laughs> but there's an element of like, like, just you do you yeah i'll see you when oh yeah. Yeah, we don't have to go oh we, we have dinner tonight we have plans if you want to come you can come if not yeah. there's never an element of like you're not coming for the plans but that makes me kind of want to hang out with them more right what these people are doing is actually create an atmosphere where yeah. you're gonna see them less and i would say yeah. to you know i would start turn be okay turning down the trip to come see oh they want to come see us sorry i i don't think we have the extra bedroom then you know, yeah. I think they I think that's the only way for them. To me, old people have to acknowledge there is a cost of admission to, <laughs> to hang out with their kids. <laughs> right? Like I'm not going to hang out. I'm not going to slow my life down for you if you're not paying for a fucking dinner every oh now gosh, and again. Are you kidding? When we go to like my sisters in Texas and this was the first time in November we were all there together. Usually yeah. I just go or my parents just go. We're all there together. Are you kidding? We go out, of course, to like the best brisket place before we my, my sister's like, Mom, you got the credit card. Right. Like, we know it's on my parents. That's there, right. And if and they can't paying for and, it, and they, they can't wait to do it. That's the thing. Like, and here's the emotional part. Yeah. You know if they can afford it or not. Right, right. Some, you, you know, right. some people are maybe listening and going, well, my parents can't afford right. Yeah, you know that. You know That's that. why it doesn't make you resentful. Right, right. You're resentful because you know yeah. they're doing this weirdly. Yes. So it, I think I'm doing less plans with them. I'm saying you're, I'm asking yeah. your husband questions. I'm going, what, are you okay with this? Yeah. Does it make you upset? I think those are better ways than yes. your brother's getting more than you. Uh, right. And, you know, like, I don't think that's a way to win this. Yeah. I would say keeping tabs on it is never a good thing. And if it's getting to the point where it's bothering her so much, yes, finding a way to talk to her partner about it and just being like, this is why it's, does it bother you? And does if he sincerely says it doesn't, then you gotta let it go. And if yep. he actually goes, it has been bothering me, then we can figure then out you say a way. To, well, then you get to work to, together. You go, right. you go. okay, so we're not gonna do like Christmas this year. <laughs> no, I, listen, I have friends that they're like, they they plot together. Yeah, right, that, and that's a joy of a relationship. That's a joy. You can... Well, that's, a, that's the whole point. It's like, yeah. you wanna get this guy on your side. Yeah. You wanna be able to plot together. Okay, we're not gonna hang out with cheapies. This this fucking Thanksgiving, yeah. we're doing, we're, yeah. we're doing either Thanksgiving or Christmas, we're, we're or we're doing this. And and what they do, I I'm thinking of one specific couple. They'll yeah. be like, okay, we'll we'll we're gonna dive in head first to Christmas. Yeah, Thanksgiving, we're actually gonna be in Europe. Okay, we we're doing our own thing. And I think asking him questions and getting him on board with you is better than 
putting him in a position to like go battle for you yeah. in this battle that you don't even want to win. Jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Megan Hanley at the Megan Hanley on Instagram. Go follow. The album's called This Happy. It is out tomorrow. So if you're listening on the when this came out, go to the link. You can save it so that you have it ready for you. Or if you're listening to this on the 17th, it's out there. So on and off with Surgeon Boyfriend. Ooh. Jared, I'm a new follower who listens religiously to your podcast and would love your advice on my relationship. I, 26 female, and my boyfriend, 29 male, dated for a year and broke up. We broke up because he is in his second year of surgical residency and I rarely see him. He has a total of five years of residency where he gets only one day off a week, usually spends it doing chores and cleaning. Works 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. the rest of the week if he's not working 24-hour shifts. He does not get vacation time. He broke up with me. And three months later, he came back, came crawling back, begging for a second chance, saying I'm in, I'm the love of, saying I'm the love of his life and I'm his first and only girlfriend. He says he loves me and wants to make it work and that he decided he is going to pursue a specialty in surgery that is less demanding so we can have more time together. How do I know he is being genuine? I'm worried he doesn't have time to date and he's only coming back because I am an easy option to string along. I don't want to waste my time and his schedule wouldn't get better until after five years. Even if he does choose an easier specialty within the surgery, uh, so it wouldn't get better until after five years, even if he does choose an easier specialty within the surgery. I love him and think we have something super rare. We are both devout Christians waiting until marriage, but are both normal, social. I was in a sorority, etc. Everything else is also great. Families get along. Both want to eventually settle down in Chicago together, want the same number of kids, etc. He even said he would propose to me. I don't want it. I don't want that yet. It's already super rare to find someone who I even like, even more so want to uh, want to wait until marriage. Am I being strung along? Do I leave or move on? Is it worth a second shot? I don't want to waste my time, but also don't uh, get how he, we can discern marriage together when he's that busy. Thank you in advance. What do you think? That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's it's hard. I feel like I don't think he's stringing her along. But I also don't th- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I also don't know what the plan is then, because she's the time she's, issue is still a. Thing. She's put, but here's the thing. I, I'm I'm appreciative that she wrote it. Absolutely. Oh my god. Absolutely. Appreciate the story. The terms of the story, the way she wrote it. Okay. She can only be strung along. She mm. has. No, she never in that email writes how she says she's. He's. She basically wrote. He checks a lot of boxes for her, hmm. and she goes, "Am I being strung along?" Well, you've tied yourself to the rope to be strung. Interesting. You know, it, it, this guy. Sure, you're. I. I actually. I'm. I'm not on her side at all. Okay. I. I. I read this and I was actually like, it. It sounds like you're doing a me versus him thing. This guy's training to become a doctor. He just changed the type of doctor he would be to try and make this work. Mm-hmm. And you're going, well, how am I, how am I going to know if I, you know, I, I don't know. It just, the tone of the email kind of told me everything. Okay. Like it, it makes sense. And yeah, he's coming back to you because uh, in a sense you're an easy option, but also because, I, I mean, that's why people go back to people. But like sure. also like, I don't know. It just, it, the, the way this email was written, it yeah. is almost like, what are you going to do for me? And you know, when you date someone and you really love them and you feel this connection, it's like, okay, how do we work through residency? Right. How do we work through you becoming a doctor? Like, you know, how do we make some time? And and in the beginning, I was kind of on her side when she was like, he t- spends his other day doing chores and right. and, and, and right, errands. Right. You go, okay, well, he's got to make an effort on those days off or we got to plan ahead. But like, this is a special circumstance. Everyone has a special circumstance yeah. that she's going, well, how does he prove to me? And it's like, you're not working with him. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's a two-part. It seems like they're both sort of have their own sort of separate maybe agendas or cases with this. And I think they're both being genuine. They both right. do care for each other. They both maybe very much in love with each other, see a future together long-term, but they haven't worked on this short-term. Like they're seeing like far away, you fit here. And the same thing, like you said, like checking boxes. But like day-to-day, how are you guys making this work? 
and it doesn't sound like it you sounds like she's fearful out. and and it also sounds like she's uh, agreed and and i think she's avoiding that because she's fearful when you said yeah. when you get through this whole explanation of like he's becoming a doctor we broke up and then am i being strung along you're like oh i guess you're worried that he becomes a doctor and then he's like whoa hello world <laughs> Making all this dough now. I'm a surgeon. <laughs> Come on, ladies. Fuck this old hag. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like that's... And if you are feel for that, then you don't trust him. And maybe that needs... You, you need to not date him. And if you need more time, then you need to take the... the you need to take... You know, kind of sack up and end it with him. Yeah. Like, it, she takes no responsibility in this. I Yeah, I, and I think the word strung along is the worst, not worst, sorry, the wrong word to use because I don't think there's stringing along happening. I don't think it's the kind of thing no. of like, I, I think she's thinking like, but at the end of this five years, it'll be different. At the end of this year, it'll be different. At the, and it's like, no, it probably won't be. There'll always be right. another thing. Things there's will all- always be busier. He's always, he's gonna, if he becomes a surgeon, he's gonna be on call. Like that's right. gonna be your life. And can that life work for you? Can you make that life work together? That's the best point is you're not even thinking this as a life. You're like, right. well, when does he come to do my thing? Right. It's like, no, no, no. This is a we now. Yeah. This isn't an I and he and yeah. you and I. It's we. Are we making it work? Right. And you're not doing that. You know, yeah. you're kind of in, to me, it's childish what's going on here. Like, yeah. you know, and if someone changes their specialty, well, that's, that's a that's pretty where big, I'm like, whoa. It's a pretty big move to do for someone that's... to try and work it out. And it's like, Here's the other thing. In his position, are you just saying, like, you speak vaguely. He did a very concrete thing. He was like, I will go from this thing to this thing to try and make it better. And then you're going, will that be enough? Well, what is enough for you? Right. What, what is are the, the tangible things? What are the things you want? Is it a dinner once a week? Do you want to connect over? A, you know, he gets no vacation. You've spoken in such extreme terms that it's like, okay, well, that's who he is. That's what it is. Right. So you see a day off. What are you doing with that day off? Right. Nothing. You're going, well, when are you going to make a plan? It's like, how about you tell us what you're fucking looking for? Right. I think it's a combo for both of them where if he's so busy all the time that he's not able to make the time and when he's off, he doesn't want to like spend that day with her or figure that out. I mean, that's That's a a huge sign. Well, that's a different thing. Yeah. That is something that you can come to him and go, we have this. You have this one day off. We don't even see each other on that day. Right? Are we? Are we even trying to get to know each other more? Yes. If we won't do it on that day, instead of I guess I'm being strung along. It's just right. so vague right. that it feels like you don't want any responsibility in this. And right. I can only speak to her. She's the emailer. Right. You know, right. I can't speak to him. If he wrote in and was like, "Yeah, that day I, I sit in the couch and I watch I watch all the DVR football games that I miss," <laughs> you know, so I'd be like, "Okay, dude." Yeah. But he changed, he did a concrete thing. Yeah. He changed his specialty and you did what? You asked yeah. for what? That, that's the thing where that seems so huge and I feel like it's kind of being skipped over along the lines of here's his schedule and here's why there's no time. But it's like, so he did this thing to make more time, but it's not really being acknowledged. And it's no. Like, again, so specifically. It's also not trusted. Not trusted, which is. And it's like, okay, then maybe you should take some ownership that you don't like him that much. You don't like the lifestyle that he presents. And I'm going to leave you, even though you're a great guy who shares a lot of the Christian values that I have. I think She's stuck on that. I, and it's a box check versus a feeling. I think it is a lot of that. It's like, I found this person. I get it. I don't connect with a lot of people. I found this person. I'm hold. I, it's it's done, but it's like, but what kind of lifestyle do you want? And does this lifestyle match up for the two of you? And if it doesn't, it's just going to continue to be well, unhappy. I think we know this as comedians yeah. is like, you got to buy into this lifestyle a little bit. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> I'm Listen, I can make some changes. I can figure out a way. We can negotiate it. Yeah. But you're buying into a different life. You're yeah. buying into a life where maybe there's travel on weekends. You're mm-hmm. buying into a life where... You know, there's late nights and there's other things at foot. And then you're buying into an entrepreneurial lifestyle. Yeah. Don't make me pay, you know, uh, for the lifestyle that you've chosen to buy into. Right. Because I think what happens there is that you just, you get in this cycle of someone keeps going, all right, I'll take down when I want less and less for this other person. And then they just keep wanting more. And then that's not healthy. Right. You know, you really have to. 
see what the other person's goals are and go, I fully support that goal. And here's how I can come with you on that goal and we can make each other but better. But then I have thrive. my own goals. And I have so my own can goals. Can you buy in on this? Right. And she feels, and again, that's why back to the beginning statement of like, am I being strung along? You have tied yourself, you have strung yourself. You have given no indication of what you want on that day off. You've given no indication of what you are looking for, what would make you happy in this relationship. All you've talked about is how, oh, he changed this one thing and I don't know if I trust it. Right. All we have kind of here is just... Here's the all. Here's his. Here's his unavailed. <laughs> right. Here's That's the unavailed list. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Megan Hanley at the Megan Hanley. Go follow this happy. That's the album. We're sponsored. People. Jtrain is sponsored. Okay. It's called Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products delivered right to your door. With so much THC variety, there's a Diet Smoke product for everyone. With melatonin blends <coughs> for sleep, caffeine blends for on the move, elevate any vibe with Diet Smoke. Okay, they sent me some Diet Smoke. This is great because the THC world has now evolved into insanity. What I love about Diet Smoke is they've made a relatable product. They've made something that you can fit into your life like a glass of wine, like a, you know, a sleep, you know, especially for the uh, the melatonin blends. This is something that is real and user-friendly instead of like, here, take this 50,000 milligram. No, this is a great way to get into this. Uh, U.S. Weekly just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies as best for beginners. That's a relatable thing to me. Like, I'm not a smoker. I'm not a weed guy. Sometimes someone's like, yeah, take this gummy. And you're like, well, what is it? They're like, I don't know. It may, it may look. And you're like, no, I want a beginner gummy. And if you're an advanced player, experienced users love the Delta 9 high for when they still want to function but can't melt into a couch. This is great. See, usable. If you're ready for that perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off with code JTRAIN at dietsmoke.com. Or click the link in the in the uh, the description. Diet Smoke, the beautifully balanced buzz. Love that. Okay, Snapchat stuck. Jared. I've been listening to your podcast for years now, as well as the You Up podcast. I recently started dating again within the last few months. I use Hinge because I was getting the vibe that a lot of guys on Bumble were leaning towards hookups. After talking for a few days, typically it is suggested that we move to either Snapchat or texting. Sometimes both. I have no problem with that. However, I noticed that some... Uh, sometimes, once we make that switch, these guys are primarily communicating with me via Snapchat. I don't know if it's because it's easier or they just want to stay in the land of casual, but I'm wondering how to keep conversations to texting. I feel like this makes it a little bit more serious. What is the best way to make this happen? Do I respond less often on Snap and hope they will just text instead? Or do I go uh, go for it and just tell them I prefer to text? Hoping to hear your feedback and that you can help me get out of the land of Snapchat. Thanks. Megan Hanley. I would just think? say be direct and right off the bat. Just say, hey, I'd prefer to text. Yeah. That's it. I think, I mean, their email, <laughs> their email tells the story. Yeah. I mean, the, the answer's in the email all the time. This one specifically you left Bumble because you were feeling like those people wanted hookups. Everyone wants hookups. Every guy is on these dating apps to hook up and then see what happens. So, And they don't believe that they're doing a disservice to you when they say that. So don't complain about the rain of making you wet if you're not going to bring an umbrella. <laughs> it's insane because what she's saying, she's even – it's the same problem you had with Bumble. Right is you're having with Snapchat. You need to have things that you like and dislike. You dislike Bumble. Fine. I don't like talking to the guy first. Fine. Own it. Own it. Be it. (laughs) I don't like Snapchat. Own it. Be it. Be a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. If they want to talk to you, they can text with you. That's it. You're not losing a good hand because you wouldn't go on Snapchat. And you're also, you're saying clearly, directly, it's also just a practice in this is what I want. This is this is how <laughs> the business operates. Yeah, yeah. You, you, if you want to shop yeah. at my store, you text. Yeah. And that's okay. They're going to they're gonna go, nah, I'm going to go on a different store. Here's what I'll tell you as a guy. If you, if you are someone I'm very attracted to, I'll send fucking smoke signals for you. <laughs> like if I'm attracted enough, you could tell me yeah. you need to fly a plane in the sky 
with a note at the end of the plane being like, will you date me? And I'll put the note on the plane. <laughs> right? So it's like this yeah, idea that yeah. you're losing out on someone. Yeah. You're not losing out on anyone. And why are they using Snapchat? If you needed an answer yeah. for why they're using Snapchat, because that is the land of casual. Yeah. That is a place where the messages disappear. Mm-hmm. They'll never have receipts held up to them. You said this. Yeah. It goes away. We love that. So... <laughs> They're going to Snapchat for the wrong reasons. No one's going on Snapchat for a good reason. Yep. Not a reason. If you're looking for a relationship, they're not going for to Snapchat for a reason you want it. Do you yeah. have this happen to you? I don't have Snapchat. But here's an easy. If you if you're afraid of the answer of like sounding miserable, I don't have Snapchat. <laughs> I don't have Snapchat. Just say that. Oh uh, yeah, you can say that. And I will also say I am one of those people. For years, I got stuck in the whole. How can I be accommodating to this person? Mm. How can I, I? I don't want to be a problem. I don't. I want to make them happy. They're talking to me. I don't want to seem like I'm asking for too much. And especially over the past couple of years, the more direct I've been, the more I've been like, "Here's what I need. Right. If you can't give that back to me, and not you know, and in laid out terms, but not in harsh terms, just flat out, right. the reciprocation is." amazing it's get, usually a guy going great thanks for the direction right. i'll do that you get what you put out to you the world. get what you put out you get Absolutely. what you give i yeah. i in the snapchat thing like and again this is why you left bumble because you didn't want to have to make a decision you didn't want to, have to be mean to people right you're not being mean you're being direct you're telling them the rules of your 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 shop yeah Hey, no shirt, no shoes, no Snapchat, no entry. Like what? Yeah. Are, you know, no, no, no shoes, no <laughs> shoes, no shoes, no shirt. Snapchat, you don't get in the, no the store. Service. No, no service, no service. <laughs> I'm out. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Megan Hanley. Buy and confused. Oh. Jared, big fan of the pod, everything you do. Jumping right in. I am a 29 year old female. Have been married to the to a man for two years. Okay. I had been on a hormonal birth control since I was 16, recently got off the pill. When my hormones reset, I realized that I'm bisexual. I know it sounds wild, but it's a legit thing that hormonal birth control can alter your attraction. I had no idea this was no. the thing. I'm struggling with, what, uh, with if I should tell my husband this realization. I'm happy with our life, don't think that I need to explore this part of myself physically, but at the same time, I feel like I'm keeping a secret from him. Do I need to come out to my husband? What do you think? This is very interesting. This is very interesting. Um, I mean, I'm one of those people that I'm so overly honest and can live in my own head that I would like, I mean, it's your husband. I would say absolutely tell him and explore. See right. what could, maybe even you just watch porn together. Right. You know? <laughs> maybe this scratches the itch that you have. Yeah. Or that's been created yeah. by the hormonal change. I'm with you. You got to be open and honest. I think the more yeah. you push it down, the more it pushes you away from your yes. husband. Where, again, like it, it is funny. It's counterintuitive that you're like, I'm by now and I'm with I'm married to someone. If I tell them that might make us break up. I think it brings you closer together. I think it brings you closer together. It's a little hot. Like it's a little like <laughs> yeah. and it, and this isn't to like sexualize by people. I think any admission of what you like is hot. Yes. Any discussion with your partner of like the things that go on in the you know the back part of your brain, the you know the sexual side of your brain. That's hot to talk about. Yes. Now, I think her biggest concern is, and they wrote it in their email, I'm happy with our life and don't think that I need to explore this part. They're afraid mm. of what they don't know. Yes. They're afraid. They're like, I mean, they wrote it. I don't right. think I have to do this. Right. But will telling him mean that it unravels? Is this pulling at the string? And this is what they know. They, they know yeah. right now, I won't explore it. I won't do anything. I got what I like. We're good. Yeah. If I hit, if I pull at that string in the yarn, yeah. will it pull the whole sweater apart? And I got to tell her, I think it happens either way. Mm-hmm. I think it happens in a worse way. Yeah. If you resent, push yeah. it down, then you're, you know, you're 70 years old and you're finally getting a chance to be with a woman. Like <laughs> you got to break up with your yeah. old husband. You know, like yeah. I, let's do this now and get him involved because maybe it, makes your lifestyle with him it, yeah. whatever it ends up being it's going to be better yes i think you have to tell the person um 
Because my mom said, the mom to bring this up, no. my, my mom said to me years ago, she's like, you know, when you get married, you're you're trusting somebody with your life's happiness. Mm. It's like the two of you really have to be on the same page. And if it's something sexual that she's already thinking about it. It's, it's already, already there. It's you already can't, there. Yeah, you it's can't unsee it. It's already there. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking about it. I think that's something that as a couple to explore, I get that it could be kind of terrifying. You don't know his reaction. You don't know if he'll, you know, maybe make it about his own ego and, and be hurt or feel less. Right. That could come up, you know, but that's the kind of thing where she just doesn't know. She's trying to explore it. And she's not saying, I want to leave him. She wants a no, life with him. She wants a life with him. And, and yeah. hey, and again, this goes back to the the surgeon. You know, this goes yeah. back to the guy in med school. How do we work together through this? Right. You know, this goes back to the the person that's acting. You know, this is, to me, I'm trying to think of what I would want. I yeah. would want them to come to me. Yeah. I would want, like, let's figure this out. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, th- let's let's uh, let's explore in ways that you're looking to explore. Let's, yes. you know, maybe there's a way, you know what I mean? Yes. So, if, I'm, if, if I get to a point in my life, and I hope to, that I'm married, I hope me and my partner can explore, like, everything together. Right. In every way. Like, just, like... Well, that's the whole point of that's the whole point of it like that's the extracurricular yeah. activities that you're doing together yeah. yeah I and I understand why it's so hard like yeah. one it's hard to you're gonna come out to someone right but two you don't know yeah. this could this could be the end of your marriage let's let's acknowledge yeah. that or it could be the beginning of like why you guys are fucking weird in the corner touching each other every night and your friends are like how are they so in tune right 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 <laughs> jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with megan hanley go follow we got one more we got time for one more yeah this is a good okay. one i like this one we've had some juicy ones everyone go follow megan at the megan hanley on instagram go follow guy email met another girl Howdy, Jared. Feather, feather. Love everything you do. Anytime you're in town, I always see your shows. Well, thank you. Um, Now to my problem. I've been seeing this girl for about six weeks. Things have been good. We both are from the same city, but now live in Chicago. Everything has been going very well, and the sex has been just as good. This past weekend, I went to a wedding back home where I was a groomsman. I met one of the bridesmaids, and we sort of paired off. We hung out all night, and it was awesome. We talked and laughed and found, found out we actually have a ton in common. We eventually kissed goodnight and exchanged numbers. Two days later, I invited her to get coffee before I flew back to Chicago. The same chemistry was there, and I was laughing just as hard, and so was she. Once back in Chicago, I went out again with the same girl I'd been seeing. The conversation seemed more dull, and she didn't make me laugh anywhere near as hard as the girl from the wedding. I felt like I was forcing conversation to keep going. Anyways... What advice do you have for a guy sort of in my shoes? Do I stay in touch with the girl from the wedding or make it work with the girl in the sa- in my city? Thanks. Uh, what do we think? Well, I guess off the bat, the girl in the city, is it a, just, it's been six weeks. What's their situation? Is it still kind of a casual thing? You're trying to figure right. it out. What does she think's happening? What do you think's happening? Um, I mean, six weeks... I would feel like I'm kind of lying to someone, if, especially if sex is involved. Yeah. Even though I don't think I'm, I'm not. I, believe me, I've been in the six weeks and <laughs> yeah. still been dating. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm above that, but I know right. I would have a feeling like I owed certain explanations. I mean, he did yeah. feel comfortable enough to make a date with someone he met at a wedding and kiss them. Right. Right. So I would assume that you know. To me, he's living in the fine print of a contract. Right. Like this is what a lot of guys do. They go, "Oh, we never had the talk," right, right, you know. Right, like right, so, he's right. he's he's towing the line here. But as we all do when we're not married, no kids, I yeah. I understand it. Yeah, I think you know he has to kind of figure out what he wants to do. Just I think there's well, there's two and, things. I mean, yeah. the the problem is six weeks in with anyone is duller than the person you met at a wedding. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. There, there's also that. Right. You just went, a wedding is like, the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not actually, it's, yeah. It's, it's so, again, your, your levels are off. Right, you know, it's right. like, of course the person you've been with yeah. six weeks that you've already had sex with, of course that the bloom is off the rose, so to speak. And, but, yeah. and I think that's why he's writing in. He's right. going, is this me six weeks in with someone that I like mm-hmm. and comparing it to something that, isn't real is extreme right or do i really is this a the the ship i should be sailing away on like right and what i would say to this person is it's one or the other it's you either have an issue that you need to go like seek therapy about 
or you've met a better option for you. <laughs> I love that. Right. I so like listen. Right. No, it's true. It's like, is it the is? I almost want to know more about this person's dating history. Like, when mm. you get around the six week mark, do you suddenly need that adrenaline rush from something? New? Is this something you do, or is, is this, this something, a pattern, or is this a real person that you've formed a connection yes. with that you're like, this is a special connection, right. That's making me see that this other connection is just a normal right. connection, right? And I think that's what has to be figured out because. Right. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, the, it's like, well, so let's do, a, here's the exercise. Let's look at our history. Yeah. Is this something we do? If it's something we do, maybe you got to go talk to a professional and say, why do I keep doing this? Right. Why am I, I chasing this? If you've never done this yeah. and you're like, this is an excitement you've never felt before, yeah. you got to pursue the excitement. You got to look at the person that you've been yeah. with six weeks. That's hard to do and go, hey, I think you're great. But I'm gonna. Uh, this isn't a connection for me. I don't think you have to tell them. Like I've met another woman. I don't think that's part of their story. That has nothing to do with them. It's just the connection isn't the same as this other connection. Yeah. And then you go to that person you met at the wedding. You go, Hey, I know this is crazy, but uh, I had such a good time with you. I want to see if we can pursue this. Yeah. I think in order, yes, in order for you to really, if you really want to pursue the thing with the person you met at the wedding, that does seem like it's like a more of a long distance kind of thing. Right. Then you have to decide what your situation is with the other person before right. you go kind of all in on that. You have to do the order. two. It's just, it's not going to end for either party. Well, right. And you're not going to do yourself the service of like, hey, maybe this is the, the right. connection. So like, right. let's concentrate on it. I'm, I'm giving advice right now. That I wouldn't be as, uh, I would uh, have a tough time doing myself. Because <laughs> I, I would think if I went hard after the girl from the wedding, I'd be like, oh no, what if it doesn't work out? Then I'm right. this guy who reeled her in and made had to end it with her. But I, yeah. I'm i asking you to be better than I would be. You know? <laughs> so I, I think to me, it's let's look at our backs. Uh, let's look at our own history. Is this something yeah. we do? If it is, maybe it's something to acknowledge. And if it's not really, then you got to, the order of operation, end this thing and let's call the other person and be like, hey, I want to hang out with you again. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. And Jay I think Tri you have to, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, and I think you have to do the deal with the six week part first. It shouldn't Absolutely. be the thing where you start mentioning the wedding person and then they stop responding and then you go back to the other thing. No. That's not fair. Close it off. It, it was just regular. It wasn't yeah. special and that's okay. That sounds like a... It sounds like a, a, an address uh, that you're saying that about them. You're not saying about them. It's yeah. about the situation. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Megan Hanley. This was fantastic. This was so fun. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. You were great. Everyone go follow Megan at the Megan Hanley. I'm Jared Freed. Her album, it's out tomorrow, but you can pre-save it now. So the link is in the description. This happy. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. We'll be back next episode. Boom.